0: Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. Guys, we're here. We're at the season finale. Oh, what a journey this semester has been, but a really great journey nonetheless. I'm so happy to be here. And especially going into finals week, like this is just the perfect way to, you know, end my semester, especially with our topic for tonight, which we'll get into a little bit later. But hey, If you haven't listened to any of the other episodes from this semester, which, like, what are you doing? Or if you haven't listened to any of the episodes from last semester, well, then, hey, go listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support me on social media, then follow at Club Crime Official on Instagram and X, which... (sighs) Guys, there's still like only like one post on X that I've made. I promise I'm gonna start posting on X more. I just I go into such like awful tangents when I go on Twitter, and it's like me like about to post something, and then I see something about like Kermit the Frog or something, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go look at that, guys. Like, sorry, hold on. And then I never make a post, so that's on me. But now it's time for me to do one of my favorite things to do, which is to introduce my super special guest. So Alexa, would hey, you guys. like to introduce yourself? Sure.
1: Hi guys. My name is Alexa, and I am a freshman BFA acting major. So, Amelia and I have been able to kind of get a hang out, get to know each other, which is so, so fun. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's it. I'm You're excited. You're coming to the end of your first semester of college. Ooh. How does it feel? So good. So, so good. I'm ready for... Kind of ready for it to be over, ready to go home. I'm ready for Christmas. Yes, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for Christmas. Where I see the Christmas tree up at my house, I'm ready for that, y'all. But we're so close. Mm -hmm. Like
0: just one more
1: week, we can do it.
0: Today we had our final like eight a.m. hip hop class together, which was so like it made me so happy. I had to do my final today in that class, which was crazy. I didn't have to do your final till next Friday. Next Friday is mine, which is. (laughs)
1: Hopefully, which thank goodness is
0: not at 8 a.m. Uh, so it's, it, I'm like, part of me is like, I'm so glad it's over, but another part of me is like, why did one of my group members like have to be like <laughs> leaving like three days early?
1: Yeah, I felt bad for y'all if I'm being really
0: honest. But y'all do great. What did you like? Give me your honest opinion. What, how was our dance rate right at one through 10? A 20. A 20? Ta- it was oh. really
1: good. Thank you. No, it was seriously really good. Yeah. It was I, a little bit at 8 a.m., so I was a little like, what's happening i watched but you walk
0: into that class just <laughs> i don't think your eyes were even fully open i was like oh, i was just proud goes. i was on time i was proud of you for that too
1: yeah because i was like no way i had no caffeine in my body i like rolled up and i was
0: like okay hip-hop time and i was like let's go that class i love i love to dance i love to dance dancing at 8 a.m is a whole different ball I'm game i'm doing it twice next semester so i know i need all the prayers I'm doing it again, but only for one class. Thank God. Is it it contemporary? For
1: contemporary. Yay! So we'll be back, guys, next semester Uh, together.
0: But what is your interest in true crime spooky paranormal stuff just anything in that sort of mm. genre so definitely love me
1: some true crime mm-hmm. i took forensic science in high school twice <gasps> um, so i took it for a grade mm-hmm. once and i ta'd the second time okay. because i don't know i really loved it i thought it was really cool um you didn't just learn about like murder and stuff, though, which made it a little interesting. Mm-hmm. You learned about, like, drugs and things
0: like that you as well. About everything. Like, literally everything. That's me with my criminal justice class it's right now. so fun. It's it so was fun. so, so
1: fun. So that kind of hooked me. As far as anything, like, spooky, paranormal. Mm-hmm. I used to watch, like, the videos on YouTube that come out, like, around Halloween time where, like, mm-hmm. someone was, like, exploring, like, a haunted place. Yes, And they tell, too. like, the backstory. Mm-hmm. And other than that, that's kind of it. You know, occasionally... You know, I'll see, like, I'll watch, like, the true crime stories that come up on, like, my TikTok feed. Oh, me too. And, like, see those. Um, I've tried to listen to a true crime podcast, and I just cannot stick. I'll listen to, like, one or two of my little runs, and then I'm like, oops, and then I forget. Yeah. So I need to do it more, but
0: that's, but yeah, yeah. I'm glad you have some interest. Um, before we get into our episode today... It is someone, a very special um, previous Club Crime guest's birthday tomorrow. Um, so happy birthday to my roommate in about, like, how many times has Grace been on? I think four or five times. Wow. Not as a guest. She's been on a guest, as on as a guest two times and then has just joined me i think two other times so four times just to like kind of be here in the studio with me so thank you so much to grace for supporting me and being on the show and happy birthday we love you we love you so much and i'm so excited to celebrate your birthday with you tomorrow and just have a great day because i just love celebrating people's birthdays yeah me too it makes me so happy they're my favorite like, I'm so excited. Celebrating my own birthday is fun, but when I get to plan like little like presents for, mm-hmm. for my friends and like make them cakes and like go to their parties and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is you, so fun. Do you like
1: bake people cakes for their birthday?
0: Um, depends on if they want me to. Mm. So like Grace is getting a cake tomorrow. Yeah. And I not to like toot my own horn or anything, but I'm a pretty good baker and cook. So, and chef, like, I'm really good in the kitchen. Okay, so, so I'm coming over for a meal soon yes, you because should. living off of a fridge and a microwave, I cannot uh, do that. Just text me and I'll come feed you. Like, I will feed literally. Me, please. But it's so when people ask, I'm like, absolutely, like, what would you like me to make you? So Grace is getting a vanilla cake tomorrow, ooh. which is what she requested, and it's special because it's my vanilla pudding cake. Ooh, so, double o. So there's pudding in the cake mix. So, Grace, I hope you're excited if you're still listening. Because I'm excited. She was like, <laughs> "I made the cake right before I left, and I'm gonna frost it tomorrow morning, so yeah. it's like all fresh." And she was like, "It smells so good. I want some." And I'm like, "No, you're not getting it till tomorrow. You have to wait. You have to wait." So, so sorry. But are you ready to get into our finale episode? Yeah, <laughs> not finale season finale season finale. Okay, don't worry, guys. So it's not over. This is a super special episode, obviously, because last semester my season finale was my like paranormal alien episode, and this is different. So we'll see. But are you ready for me to tell you your guest duties before I tell you the story that I'm going to tell you? Yes, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you a true crime story. It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Make sense? Yes. Okay. So, going kind of against what this entire <laughs> podcast stands for, you already kind of know what I'm going to tell you today because you requested specifically I to did. be on this episode. I did. But so, I normally have you promise the listeners that I didn't tell you, but you basically like knew coming into it. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. You don't know exactly what I'm going to tell you. No, but you not know. at all. I have no clue. Okay. So, tonight, as my special finale episode, it's not a real true crime story, it is a crime story. There's crime in this. Yeah. But tonight, I will be telling you, Alexa, and all the listeners, the Five Nights at Freddy's lore and timeline. Yay! (laughs) And so, you're probably thinking, Amelia, it's your like Christmas finale. What does this have to do with Christmas? Well, let me tell you. So, I've been watching Markiplier for... Coming up on like 10 years now. Yeah, I think I'm like seven or eight. I think I'm, I'm up there, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting like close to that, which is taking up a lot of my life. And what's turning 10 next year? Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm. So. Every year around the holidays, I watch all of Markiplier's Five Nights at Freddy's playlist, which has become a very laborious task because there's about like 110 episodes on there now. I just try to do like, I'm like halfway. Mm -hmm. Some of them are like five hours long. Mm -hmm. Some of them are like 10 hours long. So it's very laborious. But the reason it started around the holidays is because whenever like the Halloween DLCs for the games come out or when the games come out in like October and Markiplier makes his video. He makes the videos over, like, you know, October, November, December mm-hmm. with, like, one or two episodes per week. Yeah. So that's how it kind of started. And I've done done this basically every year. For, that's crazy. I It hasn't been 10 years because I wasn't really doing it when, like, the first two games came yeah. out. But I think it started when the fourth game came out and the Halloween DLC came out for that. So and that came out in twenty fifteen. 16 yeah i think so so whoo so 17 one, 18 19 seven? 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 and i'm doing right now 23 so that's eight years wow. of watching this playlist which is so crazy and I'm, i mean it's long it's long it's but so i'm also long. only 19 so the yeah. way that this is taken up almost like half of my life is crazy.
1: Markiplier if you listen to this, there's your shadow. Yeah, Markiplier for the if you
0: by any chance are listening to this, love you so much. Thank you for <laughs> basically being like kind of raising me online. So true. But sources for tonight's story include the Five Nights at Freddy's video games released by Scott Cawthon and Steel Wool Games, the Five Nights at Freddy's book series, Steam's community page, fandom.com, various YouTubers mentioned throughout, and we all know her. We all love her. Miss Wikipedia. Oh, yeah.
1: See, I actually never read the books. I know nothing about the books. I haven't read all of them, but I've read a, a few. I've never touched them. So I think these has going to be a lot I actually really so, don't know. Just
0: to, like, kind of give some context, especially to my mom and dad who are listening right now. Love you, mom and dad. Let's get into the background of the games, what they are, and just get into that before we talk about any of the lore and timeline. So, um, Five Nights at Freddy's was released on August 8th, 2014. The game was developed by Scott Coffin following negative response from his previous project, Chipper and Sons Lumber Co., the game was criticized due to players saying that the in-game beavers look too much like animatronics. Hmm. The first FNAF game became popular overnight because of its unique take on the horror game genre. You play as a security guard guarding Freddy Fazbear's pizzeria from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. during an entire work week slash five nights. If you beat these five nights, there are two extra nights you can play, night six and night seven slash the custom night. The only ability you have is being able to look side to side in the security office you're in, close doors, turn on the door lights, and look at the camera. During the night, you have to watch over the animatronics, Freddy, Bonnie, Chica, and Foxy. There is one extra animatronic, Golden Freddy, that has a rare chance of spawning in-game. As each night progresses, the animatronic's in-game AI is turned up from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., and Freddy's AI is not turned up until night three. The AI level determines how fast the animatronics can reach the player's security office doors, which the player then must close in order to stop the animatronics from causing a jump scare and killing you. The AI difficulty level increases each night. So I took a screenshot of what the AI levels look like. So on night one... All of the AIs are set to zero for Freddy, Bonnie, Chica, and Foxy from 12 p.m. Then at 2 a.m., Bonnie turns up to one. All the others are zero. Then at 3 a.m., Freddy is still at zero. Bonnie's at two. Chica's at one. And Foxy's at one. And then at 4 a.m., it turns up again. Freddy's at zero. Bonnie's at three. Chica's at two. And Foxy's at two. Hmm. And then it won't turn up for the rest of the night. And then if you beat the night, those same AI levels will stay. And then they'll turn up the following night at the same times how interesting i didn't know that which so there was a big myth when the game came out that apparently foxy can't like try to kill you in the first night but scott coffin was like no this is what our ai AI levels look like it's yeah. just low as about i say like i remember was, like always bonnie like was bonnie was the, bonnie. Aggressive bonnie's one. the aggressive one like that's what everyone knew which fun fact the reason why bonnie's the most aggressive is because scott coffin um, the only times he's ever had nightmares about these games was because of Bonnie, <laughs> which Honestly, is crazy. me too, though. But I felt that, to like, a 20. Yeah. I so felt that, I used to actually. be scared, and then I wasn't, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So, because this gameplay was so much different from any other game on the market at the time, Five Nights at Freddy's completely reshaped the horror game industry and launched, and launched Scott Coffin into game developer fame. FNAF was aided in launching into mainstream fame through YouTube gameplay. YouTubers such as Markiplier, MatPat from Game Theory, Corey X Kenshin, and many more found themselves increasing their own fame as well as the game's fame by releasing Let's Plays and Theory videos all based around the game. FNAF then spawned an almost unlimited range of fan games, a book series, merchandise, and even the Five Nights at Freddy's movie released earlier this year, which we'll talk about way later. Yes. The FNAF franchise is currently estimated to be worth approximately $1.2 billion as of 2023, which is crazy. That's actually nuts. Like I thought it was going to be a big number. I thought it was only going to be the millions. I... Wow, $1.2 billion. So, Cawthon had originally planned for FNAF to be a three-game trilogy, but that ended up not being the case. The list of official Five Nights at Freddy's games includes Five Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, Five Nights at Freddy's 3, Five Nights at Freddy's 4, FNAF World, Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, Ultimate Custom Night... 5 Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted VR, 5 Nights at Freddy's Special Delivery AR, 5 Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, and 5 Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2, which will be released on December 14th of this month. So we only have 10 more days. Wow. I didn't even know there was a new one coming out. Now I know. Each game introduced new gameplay, new animatronics, and the current number of animatronic official animatronics is currently over 130. What and new lore to the story surrounding the games. This in-game lore, as well as the lore confirmed slash added from the books, has created a convoluted timeline that many theorists online have tried to solve or have allegedly solved. Mm -hmm. I personally have played all of the games and beaten many of them. I've also read a few of the books, though I am not as familiarized with them as I am the games. Tonight, I will present what I believe to be the FNAF timeline and lore based on my own personal knowledge, gameplay, and reading. And as a disclaimer, I am not claiming that any of this information that I presented um, is accurate nor that all the other theories and timelines online are inaccurate this is just what i believe this Mm -hmm. is just what i think the timeline is if you disagree that's okay if this is not your like based on your favorite matpat game theory theory that's also okay i'm not saying that's inaccurate just nothing's ever truly been confirmed Mm -mm. in the timeline that's what's so interesting about these two is like as much as people have
1: added We've got nothing from Scott. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He's like, no. all we know is
0: like what's confirmed in game yeah. in the books. But even the books sometimes are not completely based on the lore. Even like the movie is not completely based no. on the lore. So it's just this is just what I am you know presenting. Also, I will not be adding the movie to the lore because the movie has its own separate yeah. lore, which I will talk about later. But what I'm about to present is for my own personal enjoyment and entertainment. And then as one final disclaimer this theory, timeline, lore is not based on any true events. It, none of it's real. It is based in, like, crime, and there's going to be some crimes discussed and murder and death and all that stuff, but none of it is real. So just take all this with a grain of salt. This is all based on g- video games. Literally. Video games that have consumed my life for almost 10 years. So. I think you would everyone
1: else, though. like I, There's, there's very everyone. few people that I've met that's like, I have no clue what that is at this point. Which is, like... Which a lot is of crazy. people a lot
0: of people have not played the games. Yeah. But everyone knows the games. Everyone
1: knows them, knows a Jess, knows mm-hmm. a little exactly. bit. Exactly.
0: At least knows the first game.
1: Oh, for Which sure. Which is what
0: you really need to know. Exactly. So true. Okay. Here we go. Let's get into the FNAF timeline. Get comfy y'all. Get comfy because this is the longest script I have ever written and I told Alexa this that this is a almost 10-page script Woo-hoo! that I've written for this. Okay. The Fazbear Entertainment Company was founded by co-partners William Afton and Henry Emily. William Afton was married to Mrs. Afton, and they had three children together, from eldest to youngest, Michael Afton, Elizabeth Afton, and a younger son, who has always been called the crying child. Mm. Henry Emily was never really proven to have a wife or anything, but he is confirmed to have a daughter named Charlotte Emily. The first restaurant opened by Fazbear Entertainment was Fredbear's Family Diner, but where in the U.S. this diner was located is unknown. The restaurant was catered towards children and families and featured two animatronic entertainers, Fredbear and Golden Bunny, an anthropomorphic bear and bunny duo. Hmm. The animatronics were designed by Henry Emily mainly, though there was co-sharing in the designs by both William Afton and Henry Emily. Their designs were unique and that the endoskeleton of the animatronic suits could be removed so that the suit itself could be worn by an employee. The employee then could move around the restaurant, interacting with customers as either Fredbear or Golden Bonnie. The animatronic suits were somewhat dangerous, however, as they were operated using spring locks. The spring locks would be wound up, thus holding back the mechanical equipment inside of the suits, making them safe to be worn by staff of Fredbears. The spring locks were not foolproof, though, and had a chance of failure caused by things such as not being wound up properly, coming loose throughout wear, and even coming undone from contact with sweat or liquids if the spring locks failed the wearer of the suit would be impaled by the mechanical parts inside the suit oh wonderful Mm -hmm. so not the safest things to be wearing no whatever it's fine no biggie it's the 80s no biggie training tapes heard in five nights at freddys 3 revealed that if the spring locks failed while someone was inside the suit that person was meant to not move and scream for help Springlock failure did mean almost certain death, though, as being impaled would cause the wearer to quickly bleed out. Oh, so there's not much they can do for you if the spring locks fail. Well, don't put me in those suits. Uh oh, I'm good. <laughs> uh oh. So, FNAF 4 is the first game on the timeline, taking place at the height of Fredbear's Family diner- Diners' popularity in 1983. In the game, you play as William Afton's youngest son, the Crying Child. In the five days leading up to the Crying Child's birthday, he's constantly being tormented by his brother, Michael Afton, over his fear of his father's animatronics. This fear is so bad that the Crying Child is kept awake all night by nightmare visions of the animatronics coming after him, which is the Five Nights at Freddy's 4 gameplay. Huh. the crying child's birthday party is held at fredbear's family diner despite obvious fears wa- despite his obvious fears while at the party michael afton and his friends all wearing masks of the future animatronics grab the crying child and bring him to fredbear the child panics during this time the crying child panics during this time struggling against his captures once in front of Fredbear. Michael prompts his friends to hoist the crying child up to, quote-unquote, give Fredbear a big kiss. Mm. The crying child is then thrown onto Fredbear, his head getting stuck inside Fredbear's mouth. The crying child, struggling, sets off the spring locks inside of Fredbear's mouth, causing his mouth to bite down, crushing the crying child's head, and causing the infamous bite of 83. The crying child... Dies from his injuries a few days later. Is it? I don't know. I heard this somewhere. I don't know if it's true Mm -hmm. or false. I I know my little gist
1: of Mm -hmm. things, guys. Very little. Isn't it, like, can it also... I know there's, like, a rumor that's also, like, from his tears that he cried so much. Because didn't they say sweat and water? Yeah,
0: it's never technically said what it is. I think it could be either sweat or tears it's some people think it's blood it's not blood because the head didn't clamp clamp. um until after the head was crushed so it is probably a combination of sweat or tears i just said sweat because i think poor kid but no matter what the crying child dies and then we have a text incoming text from my mother hi mom (laughs) My mom would like to know, what did they serve at the diner? Well, we'll get into that. We will get into that because this whole place is about to get a real big rebrand. Yeah, they need one now, don't they? So William Afton, (coughs) distraught over the death of his son, retires Fredbear and Golden Bonnie and rebrands the diner to Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. So smart of them. So it's a pizzeria. So they sell pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. Fredbear, or Golden Freddy eventually, is locked in a back room with Golden Bonnie, but is possessed by the Crying Child's soul. Mmm. So, the big thing in all of these games is that all of these animatronics are eventually going to be possessed. And we'll get into how all that happens. But, the Crying Child dies, his blood gets on the Golden Fredbear suit, and he possesses the Golden Freddy suit, essentially. Okay. With the rebrand of this new restaurant comes five new animatronics. Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Bunny, Chica the Chicken, Foxy the Pirate Fox, and the Security Puppet. Though all of these are invented by both William Afton and Henry Emily, the puppet was given the special feature of guarding unsupervised children by Henry Emily hmm these new animatronics are special as they can roam the restaurant freely through their programming and endoskeleton rather than the use of the hum- of a human inside the suit thus the springlock design of the animatronics has officially been retired that's probably smart after what just happened mm-hmm. probably a little smart probably smart probably smart <laughs> William Afton, by this time, has become so mentally deranged by his son's death that he looks to seek revenge on his partner, Henry Emily, the co-creator of the animatronic that killed his son. To do this, William Afton lures Charlotte Emily outside of the pizzeria one night while she is there with her father. While outside, William Afton stabs Charlotte, then gets in his car and drives away, as seen in a FNAF 2 minigame while dying charlotte is able to make it to the pizzeria's window in an attempt to get help the chaos inside makes it so that no one sees charlotte other than the security puppet you slice security puppet the puppet sees charlotte as an unsupervised child so it exits the pizzeria to try and find her the puppet then finds charlotte in the back alley but she has now succumbed to her wounds and died it is raining and the puppet's mechanics begin to fail, so it lays next to Charlotte and dies, as seen in FNAF Pizzeria Simulator. Charlotte then possesses the puppet. It is assumed that Charlotte and the puppet were found sometime the next morning and the puppet was repaired. Hmm. So, I mean, Slay to her dad for making that programming, but also so sad that that's. Slay dad. That's so sad. I that's, didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, wow. So William Afton is not discovered for his crime. What? And his murders do not stop. No! Come on, William. One night, in what is implied to be 1985, William Afton puts on the retired Golden Bonnie suit and lures away four children in the pizzeria one at a time. The first child is a girl who was stabbed then stuffed inside of the Chica animatronic according to chica's voice line in ultimate custom night and that voice line essentially says i was the first i have seen it all oh so she watched everyone else everyone else die the order of the rest of the children is unknown but it is known that the rest of the children killed were boys who were then stuffed into the foxy bonnie and Freddy animatronics respectively All of these kids went on to possess their respective animatronics. Now, here is the very popular theory that I'm not... Like, I'm not going to say I came up with this. I just found it on TikTok, and I thought it was super interesting. Thank you, TikTok. So they say that the reason why Bonnie is the most aggressive is because the child who was killed um to become bonnie was died fighting that's Mm -hmm. why he's the most aggressive the reason why foxy runs when he tries to kill you is because the child that died to become foxy died running away and then the child that the girl that was killed for chica was just killed first and therefore saw all of the death i saw that tiktok which is crazy I like I don't know.
1: Like it's so it's so messed up. But the fact he was like,
0: "Okay, hold on. Let me like let me think. Okay, let me put these in these suits." I'm like, "How'd you Well, because he wants to hide the bodies and where better to do it than animatronics?" Yeah. Man. I mean, you need a good place to hide and no one's going to check the animatronics. That's so true. Oh, that's so gross. So The possessed animatronics begin to act strangely, interacting hostily towards all adults because the possessed animatronics are looking for their killer despite not knowing who he was because of the golden bonnie suit. So they're suspicious of all adults. Don't blame them. I know, me neither. (laughs) Not at all. The animatronics also begin to waft an unknown... Foul smell, which employees cannot pinpoint. Hmm, I wonder. Which is the rotting dead Ugh, bodies. That's so gross. The missing children leave a negative impression on Fazbear Entertainment, and an investigation begins. William Afton is arrested as the suspected kidnapper and murderer, but because the bodies of the children cannot be found, he is released. Because of this, the original Freddy Fazbear's Pizza closes. So he just gets away with it because they can't find the bodies. Uh. I mean, okay. I guess you completed your job then, but well, I mean, he did what he achieved to do, which was kill. Because now he's like, oh, I killed once. Now, oh, let me do this again.
1: Yeah, now he's got away with five. Which is psychopath
0: serial killer behavior. They do it once they think th- they can do it. They get yeah. Well, because they get an adrenaline rush and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to keep doing this.
1: Huh. I have to pull out my old friends like notes to see what kind of serial killer he was. <laughs> I have True. to figure
0: that out. I don't even
1: remember what the types
0: were anymore, but I'll hunt that down. I'll come back with responses later. So by the time the original Freddy Fazbear pizza closes, the relationship between William Afton and Henry Emily has been severely affected by the failure of the restaurant, and both of them cut immediate ties. <coughs> yeah, I mean, also, I mean, I guess he,
1: Henry doesn't know, but like he doesn't know yet. Yet? Yet.
0: Thank goodness he finds out at least. Mm-hmm. So Henry Emily does not know yet that William has killed his daughter, and William Afton also decides to leave behind his co-ownership of Fazbear Entertainment. Hmm. William Afton now decides to design a brand new pizzeria with all new animatronics. <laughs> Yay! Because he has no right to the Fazbear name, this new restaurant is called Circus Baby's Pizza World. The animatronics featured at this restaurant will be Funtime Foxy, Funtime Freddy, Ballora, who is a ballerina animatronic designed after William's wife, and Circus Baby, who is a clown-like girl animatronic designed after Elizabeth Afton. So Hmm. he designs it after his wife and daughter. In a voice line heard in FNAF's sister location, it is revealed that potential investors of the restaurant have found strange design choices in Circus Baby's design. The design choices included in Circus Baby's design include her being able to dance, sing, inflate balloons from her fingers, and dispense ice cream from her stomach. Ew. Though this is not the design choices that these people find odd. Because the ice cream choice... Is what they are like questioning, mainly because behind the ice cream dispenser is a large crane like claw (gasps) from like, you know, the crane games. Yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. Ew. But it's big. The claw. (laughs) So. (laughs) So though William Afton does not explain this odd design choice to the investors for obvious reasons. It is revealed later that this claw is meant to capture children and stuff them slash hide them inside of Circus Baby. All of the funtime animatronics have a quote unquote kill mode that overrides their servers and forces them to kill whenever they are alone with a child. Uh okay. So he's passing the job on, mm-hmm. basically. This design choice is created by William Afton so that he can experiment with killing children. During his experiments, he discovers that there is something called remnant, which is what remains of a child's soul after death. And this is revealed in the books. Hmm. It is what causes the animatronics to become possessed. So it's now something called remnant. Remnant, okay. So that's why the animatronics themselves don't know that they're like killed kids. Because it's not all of their soul oh, possessing the animatronic. It's like a part, it's a, of it's a it. remnant of their got soul. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Elizabeth Afton, during this time, discovers that her father has made an animatronic based off of her. However, knowing the capability of Circus Baby, especially William, does not allow his daughter to go near the animatronic at all. One evening, during a soft opening of the new pizzeria, Elizabeth attends the party and sneaks away from her father to be alone with Circus Baby. While alone, Circus Baby's kill program turned on, and it lured in Elizabeth using the ice cream dispenser, and then killed her using the internal claw, stuffing Elizabeth inside of Circus Baby. Following the party, William Afton discovers what happened to his daughter and cancels the entire grand opening of Circus Baby's Pizza Real World. All of the animatronics were moved to an underground storage facility to be rented out for private parties and maintained every night by private maintenance. Which is. The security guard in this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we'll uh, talk about the maintenance and all okay. that stuff in a little let's bit. Okay, let's say that's confusing. Just keep, just keep the Circus Baby Entertainment Circus place. Baby Entertainment's and locked and loaded. Okay. Locked and loaded. In 1987, Henry Emily decides to revamp Fazbear Entertainment and open a brand new Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. This location features new toy models of Foxy, Chica, Bonnie, Freddy, the puppet, and a brand new animatronic called Balloon Boy, which are all made to look more toy like and more child friendly. Hate Balloon Boy. Least favorite. <laughs> By far. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the old models, the Golden Bonnie suit and Golden Freddy, are all stored in the parts and service room in the back and it is revealed in fnaf 2 that they were originally tried to be like retrofit okay to basically bring back these old animatronics but then they were like these are too old and decrepit looking let's bring in these new toy models Mm. which if you look it up like look up fnaf 2 like old bonnie versus new bonnie for anyone listening yeah completely different And so,
1: there's no souls in these yet, right? No souls in the
0: new toy models. But they're still in the old ones. Sort of. Sort of. So, according to the phone guy in FNAF 2, who is who, like, talks to you, he's your boss slash manager who kind of leads you through each night. These new toy animatronics have facial recognition connected to a criminal database. Henry Emily installed this mechanic so that William Afton, who is now connected to the deaths of the missing children, however, they don't know he officially did it. He is technically in the criminal database, and he cannot enter the pizzeria because of this facial recognition. Smart. These animatronics can also free roam during the day and night. All of the animatronics are possessed by the five missing children. Though their souls are seemingly able to jump between the old and new models. Oh, interesting. Other than the puppet, whose old model was likely scrapped or completely revamped. And Charlotte still possesses the puppet. To make the new one. Okay. Balloon Boy's possession is unknown, though it could be from an unknown child also killed by William Afton. Yeah. That we just don't know about. Toy Foxy is an immediate favorite among children because it is a take-apart-and-put-back-together animatronic. Every night, staff at the pizzeria would restore Toy Foxy back to its original form, though labor and cost proved to be too much and Toy Foxy was eventually left as an amalgamation of random parts. This new, damaged, spider-like form was dubbed the Mangle Mm -hmm. by staff. And keep the Mangle in the back of your mind, because Mangle's important. Mangle's locked and loaded as well. I have a lot to remember now. Well, you have a lot to remember. But we'll, we, all, we come back to it. We so, debrief. In FNAF 2, you play as Jeremy Fitzgerald, the second security guard working the night shift at Freddy's. All of the, animatron- all of the animatronics come after Jeremy, including the toys, the old models, Balloon Boy, the puppet, and even Golden Freddy. Due to the work week, during the work week, excuse me, the animatronics become more and more hostile as William Afton has been able to sneak into the pizzeria, tamper with the animatronics facial recognition, then attempted to steal the Golden Bonnie suit when he could not steal it. William did put on the suit and kill more children, stuffing them in the now toy animatronics. Dude. So now there's dead children and not just the old, old one. The old six, basically. Yeah. There's the six plus all of the toys. How did he get in there? Like he just snuck
1: in. Y'all need to get like better locks or something, my goodness.
0: It's also the eighties. You have to remember. Yeah, the, still like, the eighties. So, following this, the restaurant shuts down for investigation, but allows for just one more birthday party to happen. Jeremy Fitzgerald is moved from the, from the night shift to the day shift before this party and is replaced by Fritz Smith, who is fired on his first day of work for what will be revealed right now. The mm. animatronics have now become hostile with everyone, And it causes the infamous bite of 87 when a child plays too roughly with Mangle, causing him to attack and kill the child. Hmm. And they say later in FNAF 1, or so, actually, I take this back. What I wrote was wrong. The child doesn't die. Okay. Because in FNAF 1, the phone guy does say, it's amazing that a human can live without the frontal lobe oh yeah so the kid loses the quite a bit of his brain lobe. however he does live but it's the infamous bite of 87 yeah and if you've ever heard if you are fam- like if you're well versed in memes not just markiplier you've probably heard markiplier's famous was that the, the bite of 87 yeah voice line so iconic even though when he said that it was the bite of 83 but whatever it, we, Everyone we still makes mistakes. It's Everyone okay. Everyone makes mistakes. He also doesn't know the lore that well. Yeah. He just plays the games. So, Fritz Smith is fired because the restaurant has to shut down now. Okay. And this chaotic string of events, all that happened, the animatronics becoming hostile, just causes Freddy Fazbear's Pizza to shut down. But then a new location opens oh. the next year. So, don't you worry. Why? This new location, though, has scrapped all of the toy models and revamps the old Foxy, Chica, Bonnie, and Freddy models. The Golden Bonnie suit and Golden Freddy are also moved to the back rooms of this new location. Unlike the previous restaurants, Freddy and his friends cannot walk around during the day because of the Bite of 87. But they can move around at night. In FNAF 1, you play as Mike Schmidt in 1993, an alias used by Michael Afton. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's Michael Afton's alias to get a job there, basically, because he doesn't want the Afton name to be brought back to. Yeah. The, like, Fazbear's entertainment. Because Michael looks very much like his father... The animatronics try to kill him during his five and eventually seven night shifts. Michael is fired after his seventh night for, quote, general unprofessionalism, tampering with animatronics, and odor, end quote. <laughs> Freddy Fazbear's Pizza is closed for the last time that same year. So there's going to be no more Freddy Fazbear's Pizza locations. Thank goodness. Which also, like, sad, like, because you imagine, because, you know, like, kids at that time had to have been, like, loving. Yeah, loved it. Like, not, of course,
1: not knowing. Wow. So it's like.
0: Yeah. Also, for anyone wondering if you're, like, trying to think of, like, what these animatronics look like, look up pictures of the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. Yeah, that's literally, yeah, it's giving Chuck E. Cheese. Which, fun fact, they've removed all of the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics from every single Chuck E. Cheese restaurant except for one because of the five minutes freddy's movie
1: i never liked them anyway Before i've never been to chuck e cheese you've never been to chuck e cheese i'm gonna have to take you to chuck e cheese now i but think there's no
0: animatronics so why, why should i go because it's chuck for the e. pizza yeah for the for the put together pizza yeah the one that like gets made from like slices of different pizzas put uh, ew, together it's
1: so gross y'all they probably did that at freddy's too though so probably
0: probably so, after the restaurant gets abandoned, William Afton now decides to sneak back into the old building and sneak back into the old building and he destroys all of the animatronics because this is his final way to like get rid of any evidence connecting him to these murders. So, one by one, he, kill, he destroys every single animatronic And this causes the souls of the children in the restaurant, including his own son's soul, to attack him and corner him in the back room that stores the golden bonnie suit. While cornered, William sees this golden bonnie suit and jumps inside of it, assuming that the souls would not fear him if he was inside the suit he killed them in. Once inside the suit, the worn spring locks fail and William Afton is stabbed and left to slowly bleed out though the remnant of his vengeful soul causes him to reanimate the suit but he is not strong enough to leave the restaurant so he's basically just chilling in the back room. chilling in the back room (laughs) of this abandoned restaurant and he's not quite dead but he's not quite Quite alive anymore wow so michael who has now been fired from freddy's discovers that his father has a secret animatronic location the underground circus babies pizza world remember i told you to keep that in the back of your brain because we're coming back though what happened to mrs afton is unknown i believe that she was likely killed by william after their children's deaths and her body was placed inside the Ballora animatronic, which looked like her, so that the remnant of her soul could live on. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That's my... And there's no real evidence to prove but that. That makes sense. But that's just what I believe.
1: So now the only Afton left is Michael. Michael.
0: And Poor sort guy. of William, sort of, but like he's... He, he's in this little in between. He's gonna get a new name in a little bit. Yeah, he is.
1: Actually, I have no idea what his new name is, so...
0: So, in FNAF Sister Location, you play as Michael Afton, hired by the Circus Baby Warehouse to do nightly maintenance. His motive to work there is to save the soul of his sister, who he has discovered is inside of the the Circus Baby animatronic, by the final request of his father before his father disappeared. Hmm. And we all know where his father is right now. Yeah. He's in the background. He's in the background. He's chilling. The Funtime animatronics, which is what these animatronics are called, still had all of their remnant inside of them and were working together to become human again. So it's not technically ever said, but it is likely that all of the other animatronics, when I say all the other, I mean Funtime Foxy and Funtime Freddy, did likely kill children because they do have some remnant. Pro- yeah, probably. probably. Which is what I assume. But they are working together now to become human again. That's the goal of all of them now, because they have the remnant of their soul inside them. Yeah. So they all start collectively working together. In order to become human again, the anima- animatronics decided to manipulate Michael into gaining their trust by using Circus Baby as their head leader voice, because Circus Baby is the voice of his sister. One night on night five, each animatronic gives up one part of themselves in order to create an entirely new anim- animatronic. Entered. En- yeah. Entered. And not Entered, it's spelled E N N A R D, which is kind Ennard. of supposed to be a reference to Entered like Ennard yeah like which we'll talk about why it's like Ennard but Ennard Ennard is led mainly by Circus Baby as seen by the use of Baby's voice box. FNAF Sister Location ends with Ennard overtaking Michael and crawling inside of his body using him as a host to quote unquote become human again. Ennard's plan initially works. And it is able to move around society as a seemingly normal human. However, Michael's body begins to rot and turn purple. This brings unwanted attention to the body. So Michael's purple guy. He's the second purple guy. There is two. Okay. So William Afton. So context for purple guy. Purple guy is William Afton that you see in game, like, kill the kids and, like, the, yeah. you know, in the cutscenes and stuff. And he's always been purple. Always. But he's not purple because his skin is purple. He's just purple because I think that's the sprite he was colored to be, to make him stand out. Yeah. The real purple guy is his son when his skin starts rotting and turns purple. So his son is the second purple he's, guy.
1: He's the one in the mini game that's like walking down the street. Yes. Oh. which you see in FNAF
0: 4. Okay. Okay. Or okay. no, FNAF Sister Location. Yes. Dope. So, after a short time, and because Michael's body has rotted, Ennard is finally rejected from Michael's body, as seen in the Sister Location Custom Night cutscenes. Michael Afton does not die, though, and his sister gives up some of her own remnant in order to allow her brother to live. Michael then goes into hiding because of his deformed body, which makes sense. Yeah. Ennard goes into hiding in the sewers, but while during the time of their hiding in the sewers, Circus Baby is usurped by Funtime Freddy and is left to go rebuild herself because Freddy wants to take over. He wants to be the head honcho. He's upset that his brother, or Elizabeth's brother, is alive. Okay. He's basically just mad because he's like, why does the human that we killed get to live basically yeah and we we don't don't. yeah fair so 30 years after the last freddy fazbear's pizza closed in 2023 (gasps) this year fazbear's fright opened fazbear's fright is not a pizzeria but instead is a horror attraction based on the missing children from so many years before In FNAF 3, you play as Michael Afton, who has come out of hiding to work as the security guard at the restaurant. By this time, Michael does not yet know what happened to his father until his second night of work. On the second night, his boss calls him to tell him that a vintage animatronic found in the abandoned pizzeria has been brought into the attraction. This vintage animatronic turns out to be his father, William Afton, inside of the spring lock suit. Surprise! William's new form is eventually dubbed as Springtrap. So that's his new name that he gets. Okay. So many names. So many names. There's a lot to keep up with. Mom and Dad, I hope you're following. I believe in you guys. You guys got it. Springtrap is followed by the spirits of the children he once killed, who present themselves in the form of the animatronics they were stuffed into. Together, Springtrap and the spirits increasingly torment Michael during every night he works. Which those are like the phantom animatronics yeah, okay. that you see that jump scare. So you. I guess Balloon Boy was a kid then, mm-hmm. because so Balloon Boy. So we have Boy Balloon Boy, the puppet, Chica, Freddy, Foxy, no Bonnie, but I guess we have Springtrap, and then Mangle. Mangle, okay. Mangle is also one of them. Yeah, okay. my mom says she's confused. Girl, this me too. Girl, I think everyone who's listening I'm is. Confused. I'm reading this and I wrote this last night. I'm and in I'm the confused. room but I'm still confused. <laughs> so these spirits are increasingly tormenting Michael during every night he works. Michael, now realizing the reality of who his father was and who his father has become, attempts to make peace with the only soul he knows he can save, his brother's. Huh. Michael is successful in making peace with his brother's death by using the other phantoms in the restaurant to communicate with his brother that his soul is allowed to move on. Hmm. But Michael realizes that his father is the reason why his soul has never been able to truly move on. So, after his sixth and final night of work, Michael sets fire to Fazbear Frights, but Springtrap does escape. This dude's, like, how old at this point? Old. But he's also, like, he's dead, but, like, Like, not not really. really. He's, like, wow. He's living just because he's evil. He's, like, eternal. True. (laughs) Yikes. So, (laughs) a short time after Fazbear's Frights burns down... Fazbear Entertainment offers a package for aspiring entrepreneurs that allows them to own and franchise their very own Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Yeah, because that's who you want to learn from, for sure. Exactly. Totally. In FNAF Pizzeria Simulator, you play once again as Michael Afton, who has bought his own franchise package from Fazbear Entertainment. According to recorded instructions from a cassette tape, there is a party on Friday he must prepare for. During the day, Michael has the ability to get sponsors and use that money to buy games, decor, and animatronics for his new restaurant, mm-hmm. which is why it's a pizzeria simulator. You yeah. get to pick like what you want in your pizzeria. You get to pick if they're good or bad. or mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. That one's fun. Every night, an unknown man brings an animatronic to the back alley of the pizzeria. Michael slash you as the player, must choose whether or not to salvage the animatronic that he leaves four parts or leave them in the back alley for the unknown man to return back to where they came from, which is unknown. However, the man on the cassette slash the unknown man that brings you the animatronics does advise that it is important to salvage the animatronics because they must, quote, all be in one place, end quote, for Friday's party. The animatronics brought to the back alley include Circus Baby, dubbed Scrap Baby in-game for her deformed appearance since being rejected from Ennard. Oh, uh, poor girl. Ennard, dubbed Molten Freddy because of the remains of Funtime Freddy have taken over the amalgamation. Okay. Springtrap, dubbed as Scrap Trap because he has become even more decayed since the last time we saw him. And Lefty a quote-unquote new animatronic lefty looks like a black and red version of Freddy, and was an animatronic created to capture the puppet as it was the hardest animatronic for the unknown man to acquire and it's unknown where the puppet was leading up to this we just know guy i have a guess we're gonna reveal who he is in a little bit okay i'm like on the edge of my seat i want to know All four of the back alley animatronics serve as the antagonist to Michael, attacking him during his nightly duties if he chooses to let them into the restaurant. Mm. On Friday night, once all of the back alley animatronics were inside the restaurant, Michael is locked inside the pizzeria and the unknown cassette man reveals himself to be the cause. The man also sets fire to the restaurant. Then the unknown man reveals his identity not by saying his name but because of the hints he gives this man is henry emily t
1: <gasps> i really thought it was gonna be the other guy william
0: but william Springtrap, and springtrapped yeah, in but the building i was like i don't know maybe he like squeezed himself, i don't know squeeze himself out so Henry chose the restaurant to be the place where he sets free the souls of all of the missing children, including Charlotte Emily, who was possessed by Lefty slash The Puppet. Then Henry expresses his sorrow to Circus Baby, who he knows is possessed by Elizabeth Afton. And then says that he hopes that William Afton slash Springtrap finds quote the deepest pit of hell waiting for him end quote. Yeah, I agree. So he's basically like Elizabeth. I'm sorry, Charlotte. I'm even more sorry. You're my daughter. I shouldn't have let this happen to you, William. Mm, I hope I hope you just like yeah. have the worst eternity. You go
1: six feet under. So is Michael like, or like did he run away too? Also, these men are old. How do you have this energy? I'd want to
0: be like, I don't know. Well, it's easy to light something on fire and just watch. He just stands across the street and watches. Basically. Dude, I would be chilling in my little retirement home, <laughs> you know, like hanging out. So That's so much work. <laughs> <laughs> so during the fire, nothing survives. Henry, who waits across the street, watches the restaurant burn before leaving and going into hiding. Michael dies in the fire. Oh. Though Henry has no idea that he was the one that the franchise... He was the franchise package owner and assumed he was some sacrificial bystander. So Henry never knows that he also kills Michael in this process. Okay. Though it does seem that michael was ready for this probably according to some in-game lore so is henry still the owner of Fazbear entertainment was this like a whole little setup for him kind of yes but it it was a setup to get the animatronics in one place it wasn't a setup to like kill Michael. michael it was to get all that yeah it was to kill like william basically wow so william afton does not completely die in the fire why well well, wait his soul just instead goes into a purgatory in fnaf ultimate custom night you play as william afton being attacked by every single animatronic creation either he or henry created this is where william's soul fights to remain as a remnant to keep springtrap alive deserved deserved during this time Fazbear Entertainment was sold, and the brand name was franchised to a game-developing company. By this time, in-game, a fictional Scott Cawthon is referenced to have made a game series about the chaotic past of Fazbear Entertainment. Mm. The game-developing company was given the Fazbear name and hired to quote-unquote correct the quote-unquote mistakes made by the fictional Scott Cawthon. And essentially fictionalizing the entire missing children events that happened at fredbear's family diner and freddy fazbear's pizza wow so they're using this to cover up everything that happened yeah and they want to rechange the entire fazbear name the subsequent game that is created is called freddy fazbear's virtual experience which is what you play in fnaf help wanted vr which this is, like, the coolest game. Like, I have this on my VR headset, and it's so fun. I've, I actually know very little about this one. Like, very, very little. So one of the game developers is a woman named Vanessa, <gasps> who is who oh. you play as in the VR game. While beta testing the game, Vanessa runs into a malicious code, which manifests in the form of Golden Bonnie. Vanessa then makes secret in-game cassette tapes to document the development of the malicious code. As the code becomes more present in the game, it becomes more and more clear that the code is likely a missing piece of William Afton's soul. William is attempting to manipulate Vanessa into becoming his successor and carry on his murderous ways through the game. Huh. In the Freddy Fazbear virtual experience, it is or the Freddy Fazbear virtual experience is dropped by FNAF Entertainment as a brand as a brand new state of the art facility has been built. So, a new place has been built. They don't need the game anymore. The new facility is called Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex. Okay. The Pizzaplex features several restaurants, not just pizza, a daycare, a go kart track, laser tag, and much, much more. The Pizzaplex is also almost entirely run by animatronics and features brand new animatronic performers. Glamrock Freddy, Glamrock Chica, Roxanne Wolf, and Montgomery Gator. The daycare is also run by a sun and moon themed daycare attendant animatronic. The one thing not run by animatronics is security though, and Vanessa becomes the head security guard at the Pizzaplex. In FNAF Security Breach, excuse me, you play as Gregory, a boy who is accidentally trapped inside of the pizza plex after staying too long after closing and has become highly distrustful of Vanessa. Hmm, Gregory befriends Glamrock Freddy, who vows to help him escape the pizza plex and avoid Vanessa. All of the other animatronics begin to act strangely, according to Freddy, as they are hostile towards Gregory, which is against their programming but this time it's not because of dead kids Mm -mm -mm. it's not no dead kids no dead kids not yet vanessa is then later revealed to have made an alter ego for herself vanny when she puts on a handmade rabbit costume that she uses to chase and try to capture gregory Vanessa is under the manipulation of William Afton, who was revealed to still be alive under the Pizzaplex as it was built over Michael Afton's burnt-down pizzeria. You are kidding. Also, Ennard is still alive down there, too. But that's a whole different thing.
1: Ennard! He's How do people not die? Ennard's just kind
0: of chilling down there. Ennard, he doesn't have much to do. both chilling.
1: They're both chilling. Honestly, the only thing I can think of is... <laughs> <laughs> when people talk about the security, which is the Vanessa, I'm a material girl.
0: It's all. I oh my god, think that of. meme. So oh, so
1: funny. What Alex is
0: referencing is there's a part in the game where like <laughs> you as Gregory's hiding and Vanessa like <laughs> you see Vanessa run into Freddie and she's like Freddie, what are you doing down here? Like you're not supposed to be down here. And Freddie goes, Vanessa, like I'm down here like helping look for the missing child. Blah blah blah. That's what he actually says in game. Everyone made it this big <laughs> meme, and it was like, Vanessa, but I'm a material girl. It's so funny. Or, like, just Freddie saying the most random stuff in the it world. so funny. It's, yeah, it's really funny. Ugh. Cracks me I up. miss that era of TikTok. Ugh. Bring it back. So, Gregory and Freddie are able to help Vanessa escape William Afton's manipulation. Yay. And all three escape. And Freddie was convinced by Gregory to override his programming and leave the Pizzaplex. While leaving, the three set the area underneath the Pizzaplex on fire, finally killing William Afton for good. Yay! He, as finally. far as we know, is completely dead.
1: Finally, my
0: goodness. Scott, if you bring him back, I Scott swear. doesn't run this anymore. Scott S- Scott sold the game franchise to Steel Wolves, so. Steel Wolves, if you bring him back, I swear, please don't. I'll be so sad. And the Pizzaplex then shuts down. Months later, a friend of Gregory's named Cassie enters the abandoned Pizzaplex to look for Gregory after supposedly being called for help, as he is trapped once again inside the building, supposedly. You play as Cassie in FNAF Security Breach Ruin, which is a DLC that was added to the game earlier this year in July. Cassie finds an old Roxy-talkie, which is a Roxy-themed walkie-talkie, inside of the Pizzaplex, which Gregory uses to lead Cassie throughout the building in order to find him and help him escape. Cassie is ordered to use an augmented reality mask that she finds to help her get around and deactivate the Pizzaplex's old security nodes Mm. guarded by an AI called the Entity, as well as Monty and the Daycare Attendant okay so security is still up and running in this place even though it's been shut down okay while exploring and walking through the pizza plex cassie finds her old favorite animatronic roxy who had mistakenly attacked her earlier because she was another one of the animatronics used to protect the security nodes roxy turns out to be the final security node she must deactivate in order to find gregory which devastates Cassie as Roxy tells Cassie details about her previous birthday at the pizza plex and other intimate details about that day, such as that none of Cassie's friends showed up to her birthday party, but that Cassie's favorite type of cake is carrot cake. Oh, so all this really sad stuff. And she has to deactivate her. That's so sad. And Cassie like cries. Except but for the
1: carrot cake part. I judge you on that. I love carrot bit.
0: cake. See, i have allergic to carrots. So maybe I'm just a
1: little oh, biased.
0: Yeah. I just think it's like delicious. That's my own. Whatever. I believe y'all. Moving, I believe y'all. Moving on. So, Cassie then makes her way below the pizza plex to where Springtrap once was. There, Cassie uses a forklift to destroy a cr- concrete wall that Gregory says he is trapped behind. Once the wall is broken, though, an entity crawls from the rubble that is not Gregory the entity turns out to be the mimic a malevolent animatronic from the fnaf books that was built to help take care of edwin murray's son when he was away and edwin murray is i'm not even gonna get into this I he's a character that, from the book
1: i don't know who that is the,
0: the mimic has this whole history in the books blah 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 whatever i'm googling I'm right not, now because i don't know what this is i'm not super familiar with the mimic i just oh Ew. i know sort of of him from the books i read but whatever yeah he's kind of gross looking yeah i i just looked it up and he's like a weird so the mimic resembles an animatronic endoskeleton that has the capability of mimicking anyone's voice (gasps) ew i don't like that at all which is how it lured cassie through the pizza plex using gregory's voice okay Once released behind the concrete, the Mimic then chases Cassie, though it is stopped for a short time by Roxy, who was able to reactivate herself to save Cassie. The real Gregory then comes on the Roxy talkie and explained what happened to Cassie, that she was basically manipulated by the Mimic. There are three main endings in Ruin. There are three endings in Ruin, but two main endings. And I'm only going to talk about the two main ones. Dope. So, ending number one, Cassie makes it to the elevator she came down in, but Gregory cuts its line and kills Cassie as she, quote, can't be followed, end quote. Gregory does? Gregory does. A little boy. Oh, my. Wow. Ending number two is that if several hidden security cameras are turned on throughout the game... Cassie makes it to a scooping room, which is a reference back to FNAF's sister location, where she's able to hide in a separate room and watch as the mimic is killed by a scooping machine. And that is the entire FNAF lore and timeline Mm -hmm. from what we have so far. Woo-hoo, this is probably all gonna change in 10 days when we get yeah help we get on the a new one, it's like we'll have to do a part two but that's all of the end game and book lore mom and dad i know you both are probably so confused right now and i'm I'd so sorry the, i
1: didn't know i didn't know much about the last few i like i don't know i played not pl- i played like the first and second one obviously watched markiplier do like one two three four mm-hmm. sister location and i literally as i said i was binging all that all that playlist mm-hmm. that he has and i stopped probably about halfway through the custom night mm-hmm. one so like there was a lot i still didn't know That's like nice. i knew about i knew a little bit about the um the one where they're in the pizza plex with gregory mm-hmm, but like breach.
0: very very minimal so i've played all of them the ones that i've beaten are fnaf 1 i've never been able to beat 2020 mode on fnaf 2 just because it's so hard fnaf 2 i've completed the whole thing minus
1: 2020, 2020 that's mode. the that's same way it's, it's so it's, it's
0: just so, so difficult. Hard. it's so difficult fnaf 3 beaten the entire thing um fnaf 4 I've beaten up until like 2020 mode. Uh, security or Sister Location, beaten all of it because mm-hmm. it doesn't really have a 2020 I think mode I other than like that the custom nights that are in it. But like the main game, I've beaten the entire thing. Um, Pizzeria Simulator, which is free if you need like a free game to play. As if I'm play pulling out my iPhone to um, buy it, Pizzeria Simulator. I've beaten, but I haven't gotten all the endings, so maybe I haven't completely beaten it. Ultimate Custom Night. No one's ever gonna beat that. People have, but that's like 50, that, 20 mode, in, like, and that's insane. And it's that's, impossible. My favorite animatronic on that is Mr. Hippo. I love Mr. Hippo has, when like, he kills you and he like talks about like ha- eating he, sandwiches. It's so
1: cute, guys. He's just so
0: cute. he makes He's me just so a hippo happy. animatronic, and he's, he's so just chillin'. We love him. Um, where did I leave off? Oh, help wanted. I have not fully beaten it because my VR headset kind of makes me motion sick. So oh. I'm doing it very slowly. And also I accidentally left my um, headset in California. So it's not here right now. Oopsies. But I'll get around to beating it eventually. Um, AR, free on your phone. It's a phone game. Yep, Play-through. it's free. It's really not like a game you can beat, I don't think. But I've played it quite a bit um i have no clue beaten anymore. security breach i've gotten all of the endings on that and then i beat ruin and what's then, the third one i'm curious just because i don't know it's called the brazil ending and it's basically if you go into the secret area there's a um cut out of brazil <laughs> i don't know why it's called the brazil ending but it's basically you go to the secret area when you're running from the mimic and it's this cardboard cutout of fredbear and you go and like you touch it and it takes you to this like Weird meadowy place, and you're there with like Gregory, and it's it's a whole thing. It's that's why I didn't want to explain it because it's really confusing. Um, I'll look it up later. But now let's have a little follow up chat follow-up. about why the FNAF movie is not included in any of this lore. So, FNAF the movie basically takes place during the time of FNAF 1. Mm -hmm. And it's Josh Hutcherson, love of my life, playing Mike Schmidt. He has like a little sister. Um, William Afton is alive. He's the antagonist. He gets springlocked. A lot of stuff happens. The reason why it's pretty incorrect, the game lore, is number one, it's not... I think it's at the timeline. I think it's set in nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, it's a little later. Almost two so thousands ish. Almost two thousands ish. So it's definitely after. Take. Um Vanessa is in it, and she is the daughter of William Afton in this, which mm-hmm. is not correct to the lore. Um, Vanny's just some random girl that got manipulated by him thirty years later. Like this is way too early for Vanny to even be here. Yeah. Um, what else? William Afton. I mean, he gets spring locked in it, blah, blah, blah. But his, him getting spring locked in the movie. Also, this is spoilers, but also, like, if you haven't seen it yet, just click off. This was spoilers for the entire game, anyway. Um, William Afton gets spring locked because he's shot by his daughter in the movie, and then um, he gets spring locked because the animatronics attack him. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's not accurate because the animatronics would have been destroyed by then and it would have been like the ghosts attacking him and all this stuff. Does that go for me to say that I don't like the FNAF movie? No, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Grace, my roommate, we all know and love. Happy birthday. Um, Sly queen. She has even said, as someone who, like, she has never played any of the games. She doesn't really know anything about the lore or anything. She loved the movie. Oh, yeah. Because the movie is made for people who don't know anything about the game to go in and watch. Absolutely. We brought a friend of mine to watch it with me. Her name is
1: Lily. She also... Mm -hmm. You know, knows goes nothing yeah knows absolutely nothing and she was like oh yeah like yeah she had to close her eyes in a few parts as did, some scary parts as did we all balloon boy freaked me out every single time i jumped but she still enjoyed it still knew what was going on and was mm-hmm. like came in like i didn't i didn't know anything yeah. and it worked
0: out so that like that to me makes it feel really like it makes me happy because it's like it introduces this whole new not even generation of people, just new group of people who don't know about the game, to the game. It's super cool. Do I wish it was more accurate to the lore? Yes, of course. Absolutely. But it's a movie and you have to like give or take a few things. Yeah. So I'm curious
1: what they'll do from now on because they confirmed what, seven movies? Or like seven movies could be
0: made. I know. Seven a movies second. like I think, have the potential to be made. I think three are only confirmed. confirmed. So I know we're... I think, like, a second one is supposed to be filmed next year, supposedly. This is all supposedly. Like this is all. No, su- movies are weird. Movies are weird. So supposedly a second one's getting filmed next year, and then a third one, and the second one is supposed to be, like, based off the second game, which is going to be weird because it's a prequel, but blah, blah, blah. Um, Curious what they'll do. i will be interested. But interesting. just the whole thing. Like, even though... FNAF movie's not accurate to the lore, that does not mean it's accurate to capturing the feeling that it gave every single FNAF kid. And it has Matt Pat in it. Um, it has Corey Kenshin in it. Mm-hmm. Um Markiplier was supposed to be in it. He couldn't be, but he was supposed to be the security guard in the opening scene. Would have been awesome. Hopefully, been he awesome. makes an appearance later on. We'd love to. And that. also like the animatronics like protecting um the little girl. Is the little girl named Cassie?
1: no her name's abby
0: abby why abby. did i think her name was abby i was gonna like, say if her name was cassie t. t but the animatronics like protecting abby is exactly how like i eventually like coped with the scariness of the game because then i realized i was like when i got like more used to the jump scares and stuff i used to have this like little like daydream that if i like ever was in the pizzeria as the kid that i like was that yeah. the animatronics would like protect me because i was a kid and like they'd be nice with me and like play with me so that was my whole thing oh i thought i'd be soda <laughs> i'd be like i'd be toast the second i walked in really? i'm just done oh yeah i think now i'd be toast but before oh, sh- no but i just got a new poster of the fnaf movie poster and it's in my room now and it just i makes saw me it really it looks cute um that and then let's talk about fnaf help wanted too. so we don't know a lot about What the new mini games and stuff you're going to be playing in that are going to look like. We do know quite a few of the characters that will be in the game. Ooh, okay. So we have Ballora, Funtime Freddy, Funtime Foxy, um, all of the Glamrock animatronics from Security Breach will be in there. But it doesn't seem like we're going to have as much as the older animatronics. So think like not really probably much of FNAF 1, probably not much of FNAF 2. It's probably going to be like sister location and on, which is great. I don't mind that. At I don't. All. I don't mind. I think the old ones will always have a very special and then place. I but I think one of the mini games is gonna be um, the like salvage thing that you do in Pizzeria Simulator, where you like have to test the animatronics to see if they're like salvageable or not, which is a whole thing. Y'all, that is so scary. By the way, like you're sitting there, I'm like, I couldn't. It freaks <laughs> me out. But yeah that is the FNAF lore in timeline and it is also very late yeah and this is probably the longest episode i've ever done so thank you for bearing with me oh it was so fun thank you for having me do you have any final questions or comments or anything you want to say
1: i don't i'm gonna need to like marinate like go to yeah. sleep and like marinate ask
0: me text me any questions oh you i have. so well i so well hopefully they'll be passed on y'all at some point but well thank you so much because you are now um a member of the club that is club crime Woohoo! and to all my listeners before i go i just want to say a very heartfelt thank you to all of you for sticking with me through a second season um this is in total the 27th episode i've filmed Yay! or recorded of club crime excuse me and i'm just really grateful for all of you you're what keeps me alive thank you so much for all your support on my social media i can see who my listeners are and i apparently even have a listener in belgium so if you're my belgium listener thank you so much shout out to belgium shout out to belgium and just thank you to everyone um and there will be a club crime season three coming in january but for now There's going to be a four-week break, actually five-week break, so I'll see y'all when I see y'all. But please join me in January for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us, and this has been Club Crime.